this, this time, in this time of our life, the seasons of our life, and in condition of our world. But we want to see what God has to say to us this morning. And in the book of 2 Corinthians, uh, chapter number 5, <clears throat> and we'd like for everybody to get there, because one thing the enemy uh, doesn't want is he does not want you to know God's word. At least trying to find the word is in the Bible. Amen. But he wants to make sure we do not know the word of God. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter number 5, beginning at verse number 17. Beginning at verse number 17. It says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Father, we thank you now. We pray in the name of Jesus that, Lord God, you would take your word and you would lift it from this, these pages. Allow your voice to speak to us today, Father God. And, Father God, we bind up any and everything that's not like you. We send forth demons out of this place. And, Father God, we saturate this place, Lord God, and every one of us with your precious Holy Spirit. Use me for your glory. Send forth your teacher, who is the Holy Spirit. And we thank you for it right now. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. We want to talk about this morning, after the birthing. And we're going to slash and talk about the afterbirth as well. When we look at 2 Corinthians chapter number 5, beginning in verse 17, it says, Therefore, so that's a statement being made. If, and if is one of the biggest words in the dictionary. If, two letters, but is one of the biggest words in the dictionary. If any man be in Christ, the Bible says he is a new. Now, the Greek word there for new, it, it means that a new nature. It talks about a new nature. This is a very familiar scripture, but sometimes we lose the, the punch that it has. It says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. You know, I thought this morning, and I said, Lord, I said, I need to understand. In fact, I've been asking this question all week long. I said, God, I need to understand why is it that the Christian or the saints of God does not seem to be able to stand in these, uh, in these evil days? What is it, God? What is it that we need to know? Because your word tells me if I'm in Christ, then I have become a new creature. My nature is different. My nature. And so the Lord takes me, he takes me on, he takes me on a journey. Because when we're talking about a new nature... We're talking about the new man. And see, with the new man, the new man has new views. He has new motives. He has new principles. And his, his, his thoughts and his plans are those of God. And, and what has happened, there has been a divine conversion. And God said what has happened is uh, we have not had a divine conversion. Because whenever you have a divine conversion, that means God has done something. That's why I, I firmly believe that when it comes down to the, 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 the final state of man, if God doesn't do it, it can't be done. Because if man does it, then 
man is going to take the credit. Amen. And when it's divine, then we will become a new creature because that means we will have the mind of Christ. We will have the thoughts of Christ. We want to do the things of Christ. We will desire the will of Christ. Amen. So we become a new creature. It says old things are past. Anything is past means it's gone. They'll pass away. And so I said, Lord, I said, now help me to understand because there are a lot of times there's that old man that still wants to show up in our lives. So God says this to me. In our consciousness, it's like it's the spirit man. Because in our consciousness, we are always aware of what's going on, alert. He said, but in our subconscious, he said, if you note, in your subconscious is where things are stored. Have you ever had some dreams in your subconscious and you, you thought it was real, huh, what was going on? You see, your subconscious stores all this stuff. It can't get you those thoughts. It can't, they can't get you while you're awake in your conscious mind. So it waits to you in your subconscious. And when you wake up, you're like, oh, that wasn't real. I'll just sleep. Praise God. Amen. And so, so it's so important that we operate in the spirit man. Now, let's go to the book of Colossians, or Colossians chapter number 3, because we want to walk through the pages, because we're going to talk about after the birthing or the afterbirth and see what it is that keeps us connected to that old man, keep us connected to that old man. And we want to make sure that we are not connected to that old man. In Colossians chapter number 3, Chapter number 3, I'm going to read verse 1 and then we're going to drop down to verse 9 and 10. Now, verse 1 in Colossians chapter number 3, we're there, we're in New Testament. It says, if, there's that if again, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things where above. If we be risen with Christ, we are to seek those things that are above, where sitteth on the right hand of God. Most times now, because we live in a fallen world, we seek more of earthly things than we do heavenly things, those things from above. Amen? Now, looking at verse number 9 in Colossians chapter number 3. Now, verse number 9 says, Lie not one to another. Pause. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the who? Old man. Are we there? Colossians chapter number 3. Amen. Colossians is right after the book of Ephesians. It's where you're going to look at Colossians chapter number 3. It says in verse number 9, Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. And I was thinking today, and I said, like, you know, sometimes people just have a tendency to lie. I was like, Lord, why are they lying? I mean, what, what is it? And God says this. He said, well, you've got to understand who their father is. I said, what do you mean, Lord? He said, uh, Satan is one. He's the father of liars. So if he's the father of lies, that means if we're a liar, that means Satan's our father, right? According to the word. Amen. I can only give you what the Word says, right? Amen. See, see when, when you practice lying, you know, Satan is the father of liars. And so, I mean, 
He's the one that, that, that takes us and allows us to do those things that's not of God. Amen? But here God says, because we put off the old man, old man. Are we, do we still have the old man or are we having the new man, right? Because born-again saints, uh, the, we are new creatures in, in Christ, and we have put off the old man. See, being that we've put off the old man, God says we're not to lie to one another. Now, we won't ask the question today, have we lied here lately? Amen. <laughs> and I like to use an illustration that we're all familiar with, and that illustration says is like when a bill collector calls, and you know we hadn't paid the bill, and rather than we answering that phone and saying and try to talk to him and work out something, we we ignore the call, right? We, we got that. Uh, uh, what is it? You, you can see uh, whose number it is and the caller ID. And 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 now the enemy uh, um, or man has become so creative that now when on the television, because a lot of times we sit and watching television, now that number will come up on that TV screen. So it keeps you from having to get up to go look. So if you get up to go look, you might as well answer the phone, right? But if you're sitting there watching television and that number come across there and it comes across there with a name, now you're like, okay, I, I know that person, so I'm going to answer the phone. Now, that's one of them bill collectors, so I'm not going to answer the phone, right? Anybody been there? Come on, let's get We are a real people, right? Amen, amen, amen. We, we are a real people. We are a truthful people, amen, because the Holy Ghost does know, amen. So here it is. He tells us to do not lie to one another. He said, put out the old man with his deeds, okay? Now, verse number 10 says, now, verse number 10 says, and have put on the new man. See, when we put off the old man, we put on the new man or the new nature. And then the Bible says, which is renewed, where? In knowledge after the image of him that created him. Now, it is not talking about knowledge of everyday things, but our mind has been renewed in the knowledge of God and, and, and renewed in the things of God. The, the, you know, our thoughts have changed. Our views have changed. Our hearts have changed. You know, um, the, our direction and our, uh, the destiny and the way we want to go and our walk, all these have changed because why? Because we have put on the new man. But the old man, we continue to operate in the old man. Amen? But there is a reason why we continue to operate in the old man. Amen? Even though we are saints and we're supposed to be new creatures in Christ, old things are passed away, and it said, Behold, all things are new. You know, we have a tendency to say, Well, you know, I'm just human. That's an excuse, right? Can we, can we be real? Yeah. Um, that's just an excuse, right? We, uh, the Bible says we all have, uh, uh, have fallen short of the glory of God. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Amen? But because of God's grace, how many times God has got us out of stuff? Amen? And we knew, we knew, had it not been for an unseen force, those things that should have happened to us did not happen to us. Amen? But because of his grace, that should make us want to uh, walk in that new creature, that have that new nature more and more every day. Yes, it is a, pro a process. We understand that. But processes don't take forever. Amen. Can, can we be honest with that? Because we have, to, we have to go along with what the Bible says. 
this is, the Bible is the final authority. He said we are new creatures. You know, old things have passed away. That old man should be gone. Amen. The one that tells the lies. Amen. That old man should be gone, right? So the one that goes out and do whatever we all individually do, that man should be gone, right? Why? Because we have become new creatures in Christ. Once there is a divine conversion, that's why, you know, when you go through some situations and circumstances and then we continue to see the same old cycle over and over, that means there has not been a divine conversion. See, I firmly believe that when God does it, it's done. When God does it, it's done. When God does it, it's done. Now, when we do it, there's always a repeat. Amen. Amen. When God set us free, it's done. It's done. Not only in our physical, uh, there's freedom, but in our mental part of our minds, there's freedom. See, we have to be careful what we entertain. We have to be very careful what we entertain or who we entertain. Amen? Okay, I'm going to watch a good movie. So we get the Western Channel. Well, lo and behold, what do I see on the Western Channel? I see the little house with the prostitutes and the and, you know, and all this other stuff. I'm like, wait a minute. That was a long, long time ago. But it was still going on then. So it's, it's just like you cannot escape. And if you're not careful, whatever thought you, we entertain in our minds, we'll begin to act that thing out in our consciousness, no longer in our subconscious. Anybody thought about something you, you know wasn't right? You said, go ahead and do it. We, we thought about it. And you kept on, you kept saying no, 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 no. And finally you just went, yes, yes, yes. Because the longer you think about it, the, the more the darkness is going to increase and the less the light is going to increase, okay? Now, let's continue talking about after the birthing because we, we want to get to that place where we understand what it is that keeps us tied to the old man. What keeps us tied to the old man. Now, let's go to the book of, Ephesians chapter number 4. Just, just want to walk through this. Ephesians chapter number 4. Ephesians chapter number 4. Ephesians chapter number 4. Are we there? Book of Ephesians chapter number 4. Beginning at verse number 22, because we're still talking about the, the old man and the new man. Okay? And we're talking about after the birthing or the after birth. Because there is something that keeps us tied to the old man. Now, verse number 22 in Ephesians chapter number 4, verse 22 says this, That ye put off concerning the formal conversations, the what? The old man. He's still telling us to put off that old man, right? He, know, he knows the struggle that we have, right? He's still telling us to put off the conversations of the old man. See, the old man don't talk like the new man, right? Well, at least he ain't supposed to. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Our conversation is supposed to be different. Our walk is supposed to be different. If there's been a divine conversion. Amen. He says here that you put off concerning the former conversation of the old man. Look what he says. Which is corrupt according to the what? Deceitful lust. See, the old man is always lusting for stuff. The old man is always, the old man can never have enough of anything. It's not so much, I'm not talking about the physical attachment 
as far as uh, 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 man and woman or whatever, you know. I'm not necessarily, but the old man always is wanting. You can have a closet full of clothes and still want more. You can have 20 pairs of shoes and still want another pair. But you can't wear but one pair at a time, right? The old man, you can have a refrigerator full of food and still not be satisfied. That's the old man. The old man is never grateful. The old man is never thankful. God said, put off that old man. Put off the, put off the old man. Put on this new man. He says he's deceitful and, is, and according to the deceitful lust. Now look at verse number 23. Verse 23. Because we're still talking about this old man and a new man and, and, and the nature of both. Now verse 23 says, and be, and be renewed in the where? The spirit of your mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. To be renewed means to be restored back to its original state. So God is saying, be ye renewed in the spirit of your mind. That's why the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the what? The renewing of your mind. If the mind is not renewed, we will continue the same path we're on. But we have to be renewed by the spirit of our mind. See, the mind is spirit. The mind is spirit. We have to be renewed. The mind has to be renewed. If we keep thinking the same way, we'll keep doing the same thing, right? So if, you, if we keep on doing the same thing and, and our mind is not renewed, what happens is we will continue on that same pathway. So he says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. If there's no changes in the old man to the new man, and there's no changes from the old nature to the new nature, that means the mind has not been renewed. The mind has not been renewed. It's so important that we understand that whatever we're desiring, whatever we're seeking for, if we don't see any change, it's because our mind has not been renewed. Amen? Anybody been keep on to say, okay, God, I thought this had changed. I want to do this. and seems like I keep going the same down the same pathway. Well, what happened is the, the change has to start in the mind. The mind is spirit. It has to start there. And so once the mind is changed, and, and then you no longer desire the things of the world. It says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. All right. Then the verse number 24 says, and that ye do what? Put on what? The new man. He's saying, disrobe ourselves. Disrobe ourselves. Disrobe the old man and put on the new man. Every now and then we like to go to the closet. We like to go to the door and let the old man out, right? Amen. Somebody smiling. Yeah. We got a few trooper folk. Amen. Yeah. We could be real. Amen. Because none of us has arrived. Nobody has arrived. Anybody who can tell us that, that, that we, they have arrived, well, they need to go back again because they have not arrived. You know, we still need the power of the Holy Spirit to help us in our everyday walk. In our everyday life, we need the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, once we are endowed with the power of the Holy Spirit, there are some things that will come to us that we can learn to say no to. Amen. But the mind has to be renewed. 
If the mind is never renewed, then it will be the same old, same old. Amen? But we need to understand, what is it that keeps me tied to this old man? What is it that keeps me tied to the old man? Now, going back to verse number 24, 24 says, and that you put, put on the new man, watch this, which after God is created in what? Righteousness and true holiness. See, when we put on a new man, the Bible here says, uh, which is after God is created in righteousness and, in, and true holiness. When we put on a new man, then our thoughts are like his. Because the, the Bible says uh, we need to have the mind of Christ. See, the mind of Christ was, do, was to do the, will of God, do the will of God. Christ lives on the inside of us. And I said the other day, I, uh, uh, last week maybe, a week before last, I said, I wonder where we're taking Jesus. Kind of quiet, right? He lives in here. He lives in us. He, the Word of God says he abides in us. So as we go, he goes because he lives on the inside of us. Amen? So where are we taking? See, that's the, with a conscious mind. See, because the, the conscious mind has been serving, we do not always stay in that, that uh, place of alertness. Because if we were alert, then what would happen is when we get ready to take Christ someplace he ought not to be or say some things that we ought not to say that Christ would not say, yeah, Christ got upset, he got mad, he turned over some tables, right? He, he had to clean up some house, right? He had to do that. He does the same thing in us. He got to clean up some stuff in us. He has to turn over some tables on the inside of us because we got some junk. We, we got some junk, right? Anybody got some, still got some junk? Well, I got some. Amen. Yeah. But I, I, I got enough sense to know that because of the junk that I have, I can't do it, but God can. And unless we allow him to do it, it would never be the, because see, God don't break in and make us do nothing. That one thing about, about God is he gives us free choice. He gives us free choice. But sooner or later, you know, he'll turn us over to a reprobate mind too. Amen. But the thing is, where, where do we take him? And what conversation was he present in? I'm just following the Holy Spirit. What conversation? Well, you know, those people are horrible over there. But is that not a conversation of gossip? Is he not present while we're in that conversation? See, that's awareness. We have to be aware. The, the new man, the new creature, the new nature is aware. And see, the mind is where Satan likes to play. He, he, he loves to operate in our mind. Mind is spirit. He loves to operate there. Amen? Amen. But, but he says now, we are to put off or put on the new man, which is after God, is created in righteousness, right living. But what is it that keeps me tied to that old man? What is it? What is it? Now, let's go to the book of Ezekiel. We're almost done. Let's go to the book of Ezekiel. Chapter number 16. Because we want to see what is tied, what keeps us tied to this old man. 
when the Word of God tells us that we are new creatures in Christ and old things are passed away. But there are some things that keeps us tied to the old man. And, and it was interesting because as I was sitting and listening and thinking, I, I heard the Lord begin to speak. And then he began to show me the scripture and reveal to me and what I need to use in order for us to understand about what keeps us tied to the old man or what keeps us tied to the world or what keeps us having ties to the world. Amen? Because we still have ties to the world. Amen? We still have ties. Now, Ezekiel chapter number 16. Ezekiel chapter number 16. Waiting for everybody to get there. Ezekiel chapter number 16. Verse 1 says, Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, now son of me is a builder, calls Jerusalem to know her abomination. Abomination there means this, those things that are detestable. We have to know those things that God calls abomination that's in our life. We have to know what God calls detestable. And if they're detestable to him, then they should be that way to us too. Why? Because we are new creatures in Christ. If it turns, oh my, hear your Holy Spirit. If it turns God's stomach, should it not turn our stomach? If it, if it grieves the Holy Spirit, should it not grieve our spirit? Because, see, the Holy Spirit lives on the inside. So, so, so he says, we've got to know those things that, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. He said, we have to know those things that upset God. Because those things that upset God should upset us, right? That is, we're operating in a new man with a new nature. Amen. Boys quiet in here. Amen. So, 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 he says, now know those things. Have the knowledge of what upsets God. Then verse number two, number three says, and say, thus saith the Lord God unto Jerusalem. Jerusalem means peace. Watch this very closely. Thy birth and thy, and thy nativity is of the land of Canaan. Thy father was an Amorite and thy mother an Hittite. He begins to talk about here the birthing place. To, that, to be birthed or to be dug out or that place of birth. Then he begins to acknowledge the land where he came from, the land of Canaan. Now, we know that the land of Canaan is where God told the Israelites they were supposed to go and possess that land. But there were Canaanites and the Hittites and all them crazyites. They were there in that land. But one thing God specifically told them was not to make ties with the Canaanites, the Hittites. And the, and the reason why, he said, do not make ties or marry with them or really be in fellowship with them is because they will turn your heart away from God. Do we not know it is the world's design and the world's purpose is to turn our hearts away from God. That's the world's purpose. It's to turn our heart away from God. Look at the world today. Does it look like Jesus, Jesus, Jesus? <laughs> no, it does not. But it has turned the people's heart away from God. So that's why we, can't be, we have to be very careful in who we fellowship with and who we connect with. If they're not walking in the pathway of Jesus Christ, then you, somebody's going to win somebody. Amen. 
Somebody's stronger than others. It's okay if I, I can go. I used to hear someone say this all the time. Listen, a young man had just gotten saved. He was an alcoholic. He said, well, I can go to the bars and witness to my friends. How can you go to the devil's den and witness? Please help me understand that. All the temptation around. If you're not strong enough, now when you may get strong enough, and sometimes down years down the road we're still not strong enough, but there are many temptations. And every time he would say that, and next thing you know, he was right, I'm going to witness, and then somebody would have to go get him out. Amen. So you've got to be careful where you're traveling. You've got to be careful what you're listening to. Amen. Or who you're listening to. Or, oh, I hear you, Holy Spirit. Or who you let lay hands on you. The Bible says lay your hands on no man suddenly. Or you can become partakers of their sin. You don't know what kind of spirit they got or how many spirits they have. Amen. You go let them lay hands on you. Next thing you go home and act like a lunatic. There have been some transference of spirits. So we have to follow what the word, the word of God says. Now, he's talking about the birthing place. He's talking about how as his father was a rebel, his, his mother was uh, 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 born to be broken. Amen. Because that's what the Hittite means, one who is broken. Now, uh, Ezekiel chapter 16, looking at verse number 4, it says, And as for thy nativity, in the day thou was born, watch this, in the day thou was born, thy navel was not cut, neither was thy washed in water to supply thee. Thou was not salted at all, nor swaddled at all. Now, what is he saying here? How does that connect me with the old man and the new man? God gives me an illustration of a baby being born. When you think about a child being born, while he is in the mother's womb, he's being fed by what you call placenta. And when he's been fed, that's where he gets all of his nourishment. He's also connected to this thing called the uh, umbilical cord. The food that comes from the mother that the mother eats, it goes through that cord and it feeds the baby. So the only thing the baby knows is that world, right? The only thing that baby knows at that point is that world. Everything it needs is right on the inside. The oxygen, everything that that child needs to, for nourishment, to, for growth, is he has it on the inside of the mom, okay? But there has to come a time when he has got to be birthed. He can't stay there forever. We can't live in the world forever, okay? Can't live in the world forever. Because, see, if you live in the world forever, then you'll be nourished. Oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. You're nourished by the world. And see, one thing about the world, the world decides uh, how far you can go in life, how much you can pay, get paid in life. See, the world decides all that. That's why you don't see a lot of entrepreneurs. Because, see, entrepreneurs, they, they're, they're, they're thinkers, they're, they're business people, and they, they learn how to uh, uh, advance their the, the money that they have, okay? But, but when dealing, going back to this baby, the, the, see, the, while the baby's on the inside, all that nourishment comes. But there comes a time now 
when the baby has to be birthed. The baby has to turn. It, there's a lot of pain. Oh, I hear. Yeah, there's a lot of pain and from changing from the old world into the new world. There's a lot of pain in changing from the old man because we're tied to the old man. Now, there's a lot of pain because we don't want to let go of the old world in order to get to the new world. See, into the, the new nature and the new creature, it is a better world. But the enemy does not know that. He does not want us to know that. Oh, it wants us to stay connected to the old world, which represents the old man. That, that old man, he wants us to stay connected. So when we begin in pain, you know how it is when you try to leave a thing, it becomes painful to you. It hurts. You don't want to really leave it. You're struggling. One minute you're making, I'm, I'm going to do this. The next minute you're back there because the pain is too great. See, sometimes when the pain is so great, see, no, what to say, no pain, no gain. No pain, no gain. So in order to gain that new nature, then there must be some pain. We, don't, we do not, man, it does not like pain. The Bible says in the book of Job that God will either send us through pain, he'll put us on a bed of affliction. That's one of the things he does because he tries to bring us to that, to that new nature, to that, to that new world. But, but we have to stretch. That baby, that baby stretches, that baby grows. You see, in order to be released from that old world or that old, old nature, God has to open up a, a, what we call a portal. We're still thinking about a woman now, okay? Because, see, that baby comes down through the uterus. It opens up. It opens up. See, when we get ready to make that transition, then that portal is open. And once that portal is open, we have to make sure we pull. See, it's it takes a lot of pushing to get into that new nature. It takes a lot of pushing. I mean, you've got to push. Why, 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 why is there such a push? Because, see, we're comfortable in that old world. We're comfortable in that old nature. We're, com we're comfortable there. But we have to continue to push and push and push until all of a sudden, bam, there we are. We're right there at that new place, that new man. The, we're, we're new creatures in Christ. He says, behold, all things are passed away. But, but there's something that still connects that needs to be cut. That a biblical cord. If the biblical cord is not cut between that old world and the new world, then what happens is we'll still be connected to the old man. See, a lot of things have not been cut in our lives. A lot of things have not, have not been cut off. See, we got to cut off. When you, when you cut something off, it, 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 it um, disconnects or it separates, right? If we don't disconnect or separate from the old world or the old man, then that means the old man going to forever be present, right? He can always be there. So, therefore, that's that afterbirth. There's some things else that has to take place. See, the cutting of the old man, that old nature, what the Bible says, put off the old man, put on the new man, Okay? Disconnect from the old man, that old nature, and connect with the new. The new is greater. But then when the baby comes out, and the baby is birthed, and, and, and they tie off that cord, the next thing has to come take place, place is what the Bible says here in Ezekiel 16. He says, um, thou, was, thou was born, thy navel was not cut, neither was thou washed in water. Thou was not sold at all, nor swallowed up. In other words, 
there has to be a, a, a purification process. See, after that baby's born, they don't leave all that stuff on them. They wash that baby, right? So we've got to be washed in the blood of the Lamb. So you can't see the reason why we're still connected to the to the old world or to the old man because some saints ain't been washed. It's just like this. If if my life has been transformed, I can use me. If my life has been transformed by the divine power of God, and my old nature was worn of stealing, and now I'm in the new nature, I should be able to leave my pocketbook sitting on the pew and my money still be in there, right? Amen. But if if, if I left my purse and, and, and my money was in there, and when I got back and you were beside my money, my purse, okay, and my money was gone, that means you were still operating the old nature, right? Well, see, when we are new creatures in Christ, that means that old nature is supposed to be gone. I should be able to trust you, right? Well, amen. <laughs> amen. So one of the things I did in my old nature, it ought not to be in my new nature, and I named the name of Jesus Christ, right? Ooh, wow, it's quiet in here. Amen. So the transformation has not been done. Why? Because the, the cutting of the biblical court that connects us still to the world has not been severed. It has not been cut off. That's why we're still tied to it. That is why we still do God says, Brenda, that's why we still do things of the world because some things has not been cut off. We have not separated ourselves from He said, because, he says, there is no like in my power. There is no like in the power of God. No like in the power of God. God is, God is powerful. God is awesome. God is all-knowing. That's why when he gave us the Holy Spirit, whenever we get ready to go do something wrong, he speaks to us before we do it, right? Am I correct? You remember the summer last Sunday talking about uh, uh, illegitimate and legitimate pleasures that Dr. Manley brought? And he talked about, you know, foreseeing the following week somebody's already planning to do something wrong. See, the knowing spirit of the Holy Spirit allow us to know before we commit an act, we're going to do the act. But the fact about the power of the Holy Spirit, it will reveal to us what's going on. And a man may not know what you plan on doing. But the Holy Spirit knows what we're planning on doing, right? Amen. The Holy Spirit knows. So therefore, God says, now look, wait a minute, Brendan. He says, this is why the saints, because I asked God a question. I said, God, I don't understand. We are to be new creatures in Christ. Old things are passed away. He said, there is still a connection to the old world. And some of us cannot move forward because we're still connected to the things of the old world. Have you ever, one thing is when a babe in Christ first get born, first get saved, and they begin to acknowledge the things they did in their past because that's part of their testimony. But when we get on down the road and we're, we are much more stronger in the Word and in God, our old life, our old, our old path, our testimony should not be so prevalent about that right now. In other words, we should have a new testimony. It shouldn't have been about my old life, what I used to do. You know, man, if he, you know, 
if you had to come up to me wrong, the old man that I was, I would have laid you out. That should not so be so prevalent in your mind. But it should be, I thank God for the grace of God that I'm not what I used to be, but I still got a ways to go. Amen? See, we're talking about that afterbirth. We still got some afterbirth, God says. We still got some afterbirth, things, some things still clinging to us that ought not to be. God says, Paul says to some Christians, he said, listen, these things shouldn't even be named among you. I understand they're being named among the Gentiles, but not among the saints of God. We are different. We are peculiar people. But what ties us to that old man, God says, the afterbirth has not, we have not been cleansed. We have not been purified. That's what has to take place for us to become that new man, the, the, the new creature, have that new nature, the one that has the views of God, the thoughts of God, wants to do the walk of God, the will of God. It's about the new creature. But we've got to disconnect some things. We've got to disconnect from some old friends and our old way of life. Amen. Boy, it's hard to pull in. Hard to pull away. I, I see y'all. Holy Spirit sees y'all. Holy Spirit knows he's working in. That's probably why I'm so tired right now. Because the Holy Spirit is working. Amen. Talk about that afterbirth. He said, you got to get rid of that, brother. You got to be purified. That's why, ooh, I hear you, Holy Spirit. He said, that's why I send you through the fire. He said, because I got to purify you. Because before you can see me, before you can, you know, the Bible talks about uh, uh, being born again. He said, you cannot even see the kingdom of God. See, in order to be born again and to know, to, the, the, born, to, the word born again there means to be procreated. I understand you've got this creative power. And if, in order for that to take place, it says if you're not born again, if you don't have that, cre- that procreative power from above, you can't even see the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is not external. The kingdom of God, according to the word of God in the book of Luke, it is internal. The kingdom of God is on the inside of you. And if you have not been born again, you can't even see the kingdom, and we cannot operate in the gifts that God has given us because we're still blind and still connected by the biblical cord, and the afterbirth has not been washed. But after the birthing, we become a new creature in Christ. Our talk, our conversation is different. Our thoughts are different. And then when those thoughts come up, we bring them to captivity. God gives us a plan. How to deal even with our thoughts. But if we don't talk to the devil, he'll continue to talk to us, right? Because he's the whispering enchanter. And he knows how to talk to us. He definitely knows how to talk to us and make us think what we're doing is right when we know it's wrong. But it's about after the birth. The world will never be saved until the church rises up. And do what it's supposed to do. Now, I'm going to read this last verse and we're done. Last two verses. Verse number five in Ezekiel 16 says, None I pitied thee to do any of these unto thee to have compassion upon thee, but thou wast cast out in an open field to the loathing of thy person in the day that thou wast born. And when I passed by thee and saw thee polluted in thine own blood. I said unto thee, when thou wast 
in thy blood. When we were in our mess, this is what God says. He says, live, live, yea, I said unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, he says, live. When we were in the midst of our sins, when we were walking in, in ways that wasn't pleasing to God, God looked at us in all of our filth, and then he says, live. And that's when God pulls us up, raises us up, and then all of a sudden, all that, that connection to the world is gone. Yeah, am I going to continue to be tempted? Yes. But I don't have to yield. It doesn't become a sin until we yield to the temptation. Amen. Come on, y'all. Let's give God a hand clap of praise for his word. Amen. Talking about the afterbirth, after the birthing, the afterbirth. I pray that you all were able to receive something from the word of God. Amen. Some understanding of why the old man is still doing, why we're still doing what we're doing. Because we still got that connection. That a biblical cord is still connected to the old world. That old nature. But God is trying to get us to the new. Because we got a job to do. We got work to do. Saints have, we have work to do. When I say work to do, there are so many lost souls out there. It's, 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 it's wild. So many people need Jesus Christ. And it is our job to share with them about who God is and what he can do in our life. There's a transformation. We're going to see many things starting to happen in our world. It's going to get even worse and worse, more and more difficult. But as long as you've got Jesus Christ on your side, you'll be able to make it through. You'll be able to make it through because his word says so. You're able to make it through. Once again, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. We thank God. We praise God for you. And once again, um, I want to acknowledge and, and ask uh, the Johnson, would you all like to have something to say? Not you. Well, there's three Johnson families in here. He's a Johnson, too. Uh, 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 Brother uh, Johnson, you and your companion, would you like to have something to say? Okay, if your companion wants to share, amen. Praise God, amen. One more time, let's give God a hand clap of praise, amen. We thank Chairman for, for what he's doing. Brother Glenn. Amen. Praise God. We thank God for you. Amen. 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 I want to say this brother, um, brother uh, Glenn is, is, a, is a drummer. We had put the word, and this is for Brother Glenn. Most time when I share what the people, what God has done or is doing, sometimes they hear and most times they don't. Now, we put the word out. Uh, when I made mention to, to Minister Tom and uh, some others. Uh, I think Dr. Manley knows and that we're looking for, and I think Mr. Laverne, we're looking for a keyboard player and a drummer. And so we had no idea 
you know, how are they going to come about? We just trusted God. Amen. We, we, we just trusted God. Amen. So uh, Doc, Michael Nix, we'll call him Doc, Doc Jr. because we've got two Docs in the house. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, he, oh, he said he's number one. This, is no, his, this Doc is number two. They're, they're apostles. <laughs> he, he, he passed it on and put, putting on them shoes okay so doc said yesterday evening well we didn't have practice yesterday so but he said uh he was asking inquiring he said well i've got this guy that said he can play drums he was gonna come to practice i said really so you know and i, I have to repent okay i'm gonna say repent because i told doc i sent doc, doc i text doc and he said uh, you always gonna come i'm gonna drive I said, now, Doc, don't be fooled by the devil. I expect to see you. And I said, your word is your bond. He said, Miss, Miss man, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. And so he, 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 he texted me this morning. He said, where y'all at? I said, now, Doc, now, you know you're supposed to be at church. You, you, you know, I told you. And then he texted back. He said, well, I am at the church. <laughs> so, so it was by prayer, Brother Glenn, that you are here. You're, you're here by the will of God. Because it was just what, last week, week before last, when we said to God, we need a drummer, we need a keyboard player. And you, and all of a sudden, here you are. And so we think and praise God. Now, it's up to you to either obey God or disobey God. Because I, we do know you came by prayer. We know that. Amen. So we thank and praise God for that. And we thank God for the Johnsons. We just praise God for you. So now we understand we got three Johnson families in the house. Amen. And we thank and praise God for you all. We pray that we have shown ourselves um, friendly, as the Bible says, and you all continue. Uh, 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 and y'all make sure you would greet them. Amen. And love on them. Love on them because we're, we're a place of love. One thing we do, we will love you out the door. You don't want to be loved, you're in the wrong place. Amen. And one thing, as Apostle Melanie always say, we don't have mess here. That's something we don't we ain't got no time for that. No, we don't. We don't. We don't do that here. Uh, what we do is we love one another. We love one another. You know, we embrace one another. We lift one another up. We 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 pray for one another. So understand that because one thing we do start we, you either in the office or out the door. Because, you know, life is too short. Time is too short for foolishness. It's too short. Because the way the thing is operating in the world now, it's wild out there. You know, you never know. You know, you can be, you can be somewhere you know, where you're supposed to be, eating somewhere, and mess around and die because of some fool. So, so it's important. It's very important. So we, we thank God. We praise God for you. Amen.
Amen. Let's all right, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. All right, let us stand. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be dismissed. Uh, does anyone have a, a, a pressing prayer request? I mean, really. A pr-